The podcast you're about to hear will inspire, innovate, give you insight, and take you on the wings of leadership. This is why we call it the I3L. Inspiration, innovation, insight, and leadership. Get ready to embark on the journey to greatness with Kayode Okuta. Yeah, welcome again to the I3L podcast. My name remains Kayode Oguta. In the I3L podcast, we want to make sure that your leadership journey is sweet and your experience beautiful. Last week, we spoke about leading in crisis. The topic we were trying to deal with was how do exceptional leaders lead when they do not know what to do? How would you do what do you do when you don't know what to do? Today, we have come to another thing. Because of the fact that we need to calm nerves. So today, we have termed the I podcast calming nerves let the nerves of everybody be calm all every organization on national change we always have an unsettling impact on citizens on employees for people who are managing what i call health issues before or they will find this time most traumatic so and they would have their symptoms will be made worse so today i want to speak to someone about the fact that as a leader, your job is to calm nerves, calming nerves. How would you calm nerves in such traumatic time? You know, one of the things about leadership is the fact that, I mean, I always tell people in the faith-based organization I run, I said, number one, if everybody has a problem, they go to the leader. If the leader has a problem, who does he go to? Who does he go to? Now, that's the challenge of leadership. Everybody thinks you have the answer like we found out last week. And yes, you might not even have the answer. So how do you show confidence when you do not even have answers? And I mean, like uh, you want to both face, you like they say in local palace here, that want to bone your face and say, I know what to do. And really, you really do not know what to do. So how do you calm nerves when even you don't have answers and questions are being asked and you do not have answers? So how do you calm nerves? How do you calm markets? How do you calm countries? How do you calm situations? How do you calm people that are going through extreme kinds of emotions just because of the kind of challenges that they are going through? And in our own case, in our present time, in the time of recording this podcast, the COVID-19 has been the one that is trying to rattle nations, rattle markets, rattle industries, the airline industry. A lot of airlines are collapsing and so many things are just happening. So how do you calm them so that people can recover and just know that this is just not the end of the world. This is just the beginning of a next phase and a phase that can also be a most beautiful phase. Now, so the world has been rattled by the effect of COVID-19. The Western economies have seen the fragility of their healthcare exposed and the global world have come to a fresh understanding of the interconnectivity or interconnectedness of the world. Amongst all this, one can say that exceptional leaders like the Ghanaian president coming out and taking great initiatives to calm nerves. Now, five things in which I want to leave you with that a leader must do to calm nerves in a time like this is to know, number one, doing nothing is not an option. Doing nothing is not an option. So that you have been faced with an unprecedented environment does not justify your inability to take action. You must take action. Leaders must know that nothing changes with inaction. Or rather, things only go worse if you refuse to take action. So leaders must take action. Number two, leaders must be empathetic. You must voice out people's fears. You must voice out people's concerns and tell them, look, you know what? I know what you're going through. I know what you're feeling. I know your fears. You know, I know the challenges you're going through. At the end of the day, I can empathize with you. But the most important thing is, you know what? Go. And we're going to make sure that you're going to survive. And we're going to be win. We're going to be okay. 
Number three, leaders must be transparent in communication. During times of crisis, people tend to communicate fewer times because you do not want to make mistakes. But the truth is that in times of crisis, you must communicate more. But you must communicate with transparency. You must tell people that, look, you know what? I don't have the answers. When I have the answers, I will give it to you. And I keep coming to you every time. If any new thing comes up, I will let you know. Because if you keep quiet, there is going to be a gap. And that gap will be filled by mischievous people, by social media, fake news people. They will do so many things that will try to change things. So yes, you must own it. And once you own it, everything becomes better. So the third thing is, the first one is that doing nothing is not an option. Number two, you must be empathetic. Number three, there must be transparency in communication. Whatever you know, you must tell people. And if you don't know it, yes, you must also let them know that you do not know it. One of the things I realized that in organizations, if you have to deliver a bad news, let it be the tough man that delivers it himself. If it's a good news, you can use an email to send the good news. But if it's a bad news, make sure it's the top man who is delivering the bad news himself. Because you know what? There must be transparency in communication. The fourth thing is that in trying to calm nerves, you must show example. If you want to change people's behavior, you must be the example that you want to exhibit. In the case of the COVID-19, experts are speaking about the stopping of shaking of hands, social distancing as the way to go. Now, as a leader, you must be seen to show the way to go, that you must stop shaking hands, you must practice social distancing. And when you do that, you are showing the public an example that by the actions you are taking, you must do what they want them to do so for instance if a leader is leading the country and saying that there must be population control you cannot be having 27 children 30 children and be telling somebody they should have four or five children no you must be the example that you want your people to go through so in trying to calm nerves you must be the example you must show example and the fifth thing in which i believe that all exceptional leaders they always do is that you must build your stress coping mechanism you know what fear and anxiety about a disease can be overwhelming and cause strong emotions even in healthy adults talk less of people that having what i call uh, subsisting conditions now if you look at it carefully how would an exceptional leader calm nerves when there's so much anxiety in the world when there's so much care when there's so much challenges when people do not know what tomorrow will look like the price of oil falling so tremendously so the question is the leader must also himself must build a stress coping mechanism because if a leader loses his ability to think straight i mean a leader is overwhelmed by stress then the leader himself cannot lead the people well so the leader himself must be someone who has built his own stress coping mechanism so that he can help cope with the stress of this traumatic time and anxiety filled season and in any case now from that period try to navigate a response so that the organization the country the social interaction can become better so coping with stress will make you and the people you care about the people you lead even the community you're responsible for it will make them much better and so coping mechanism becomes very good for the leader now that's the reason why i think that once you go through these things then you will have the ability to calm nerves they cannot tell people you know what i mean just calm yourself these things will go but we will survive you know you cannot begin to give them motivational talks about the fact that yes nothing lasts forever whatever has a beginning has an end 
But you know, if yourself has given up in this now, you cannot give what you do not have. You cannot give what you do not have. If you've if you've lost hope, you cannot become a hope dispeller. So you must understand that your own coping mechanism must be there so that you cope with the stress because at the time in which you are leading, you will come in contact with different stressful situations, different complex situations, different things that will challenge everything you've ever believed, everything you've ever worked for. You will challenge even your fundamentals. At the end of the day, you still got to deliver great results for your organization, for the people you're leading. So ultimately, it's good for you and it's good for every leader to know that the way to go, you must build your own stress cope mechanism so that you can help other people with stress. You know, when you enter into an airplane, they tell you that you must put on your air mask first before you give other people. You must help before you can help other people. And that's the same logic in life. You must also put on your own stress cope mechanism before you can help others cope with their own stress. That's the way in which I believe that exceptional leaders around the whole world have been able to cope in calming nerves. So, and wherever you are today, you can also use this model, this protocol to calm the nerves of the people you're running, the, the, the profit organization or the non-profit organization or the country you're running, and you will become a better person and you become exceptional in your journey. It's always a pleasure to have us in your space and would always be glad that if you find us really interesting and very informative and educative, you can share us on all mediums and all platforms and let the whole world know that you've been enjoying something beautiful and you've been enjoying it virtually free. So let that be the prize. Let that be the thank you that you're giving unto us. A lot of people write me letters and tell me, oh yeah, you're doing such a fantastic job. We're hearing such good things about you. But I say, okay, you know what? Share this thing. Let the whole world hear about them so that everybody can become a better leader. And once all of us become better leaders, we'll have a better society. And once we have a better society, we'll have better quality of living. And once we have better quality of living, we'll all become better human beings. So at the end of the day, everything starts with just things like this. And I believe that that's my own contribution to making sure that the world can be a better place. Not just for me, but for every one of us who listens to us. So God bless you. See you next week. I hope you will try to calm the nerves of everyone you come in contact with. Take care.